Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jessica Benson is the host of Rise and Grind. Catch her on Grizz Radio Network during the Grizzly season. She joins us every Tuesday. She joins us now. So the gauntlet kind of got laid down a little bit last week. And uh, the good news is it seems like you have a pretty easy choice, right? Between uh, yeah, thought, who you're going to be allegiance to. <laughs> I thought it would be a lot tougher breaking down between uh, – my Buffalo Bills and my Denver Broncos. And then after last night, how can anyone ride with the Denver Broncos, at least coming out of week one? You know, I think our biggest, um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was again, it was a very hot topic of discussion around these parts last week. Our, our, I think our biggest issue, you know, it, you're, you're a human being. You're allowed to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you're allowed to like what you like. Uh, I think the concept of, of monogamy, whether it's in relationships or fandom, you know, it's up for scientific <laughs> debate. Uh, but our biggest issue was two AFC teams. You know that one. That one's a little tough. That one's a little tough to reconcile for 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 us here. It just is. Listen, I understand, and I also understand at this point. I can try to explain it over and over again, but it's never going to make sense because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the best I can I can like self evaluate if I'm if I'm going to therapy for my not being able to select one team. It would all go back to my childhood, which is how all therapy goes, allegedly. Um, And because of my dad working in college sports in a landscape where, as a commissioner, you have to root for all the teams. I couldn't show bias. All those teams had to have equal respect in my life. It was originally the WAC. Shout out to Sunbelt. Very hot this week coming out of a very exciting college football weekend. Um, But because I had to root for them all, I'm so conditioned to not caring if, if they eventually have to play each other. So what? Who cares? They were always going to have to play each other at some point. And, yes, I would have my allegiance lean a little bit more to some of my favorites along the way, but I was so used to it. So it just made sense to me. But I understand from a totally rational sports fan perspective, it makes no sense to have two teams, same division. Only one can get to the Super Bowl eventually. And, um Anyway, here we are. I think it'll be the Bills. I really don't think it'll be the Broncos. I feel real bad for Nathaniel Hackett, who the Denver Post this morning said he wasn't sleepless in Seattle. He was clueless in Seattle, and I think that's kind of a euphemism for what went down last night. Yeah, that's just trying to figure out is is what the heck he was thinking because you know your initial reaction is like, okay, is he trying to play numbers that we don't see? And because you're you know kickers two for forty one on sixty four yarders plus since 1960, so it's really not a numbers. And then he's the son of a longtime football coach, so he's seen scenarios like this, you know, over and over and over again all through his life. So you're just you're just wondering 
Is that the sign of a guy who's going to be the next Mike McCarthy and has got no idea when it comes to clock management and you'll see it over and over again? Or is that a, just a you know first-time thing and, and jitters and, hey, I, I, I just blew it? Like, which one do you think here, Jessica? I think my man John's leaning towards this dude's in over his head. He doesn't look like the right guy. What do you think? Yeah, you, you never want to be hyperbolic, but I don't I think do. it is being hyperbolic to say that was the worst head coaching debut of all time. Like, and and I, I know there's a lot of head coaching debuts out there in the world, and I'm sure someone could find me an example that disputes that. But to be on I'm Monday Night Football, all eyes on you, all of the stock behind it with Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, that's the conversation. It's Russell Wilson's only time to play in Seattle for the next three years. And as a coach, you just have to have the wherewithal. I don't care if it's your debut. You have to know, first and foremost, you should always be putting the football in the hands of a quarterback who just made $245 million as opposed to a kicker that would have been the second longest field goal in NFL history. But even the extras behind it, you have to give Russell Wilson that chance for him, for his sake. And Russell Wilson's really lucky that that happens because the conversation shifts to, dang, how did Nathaniel Hackett blow that so badly as opposed to, dang, Russell Wilson really just went into whatever it's called now. It used to be the Link Century Link Field. I think it's Lumen Field now and lost that football game, and has past teammates tweeting in glee between Doug Baldwin and Richard Sherman essentially getting their shots off at Russell Wilson, and yet here we all are talking about Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just I came away from that uh, with with major with major doubt. I came away from that because I yeah it's my my Denver my Denver football group chat was not a happy group. It went from sky high, everyone had their jerseys on, their hats on, ready to roll, excited for finally getting the quarterback that they've been waiting for, and then you don't put the ball in the quarterback's hands at the end of a, a, what could have been a winnable opportunity. So it stinks. It's a, it's a rough way to go. Go, Bills. I, I will say the, the Best thing. Best forever. And that's the right thing to do, especially this season, Jessica. I will say that Denver roster is loaded. Like the fact that you got Javante Williams, you know that you're you're trying to split carries with him and Melvin. Just give the ball to Javante. You've got they've got receivers defensively. You know they finally started getting after it a little bit. Chubb and those guys, um, they've got a loaded roster. Jessica, you think you think in the end, you know you're looking at the fourth plus team in the in the AFC West, and that's you know eight and nine ish, whatever it's going to be, or you know that that it's closer to that than some you know disaster. I, I think so. I think they'll be competitive all year long, don't you? I think they'll be competitive and, you know, coming out of, I think I saw a stat. It was just a wild week one in the NFL period. And I think teams that made the playoffs last year were one and five in week one against teams that went on to miss the playoffs. And so hopefully the Broncos are one of those teams. I mean, the division is stacked and Patrick Mahomes hasn't missed a beat. Who cares what receivers he has? He's one of the best quarterbacks that we've got, and he looks to be ready to lead the Chiefs in that way. I'm a huge, I'm not going to say fan, but I'm a supporter of the Chargers because that would make even less sense to all of you. But I'm just always rooting for Justin Herbert, and I think that they have something special brewing there. And then I know, John, with the Raiders, like, it was tough, but Devontae Adams is a monster, is. and that's just working. Yeah. Unfortunately, his quarterback is Derek Carr, but well, <laughs> nah, it, it, it ain't that unfortunate. Be... I mean, that's an Aaron Rodgers yeah. stat line he put up, was it not? Not yeah, Derek not Carr. The three picks part of it. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the receiver. I'm not talking about the quarterback. I mean, you would have said, "All right, Devontae Adams has ten receptions, 141 it's yards, true. and touchdowns." Oh, Aaron Rodgers still throwing to him, right? It's true. I mean, and so he's fine. Yeah. Devontae's fine. I, it's a beautiful thing, really. It's uh, it's magical. Uh, it, it is a, it's a magical connection. There is no question about that. You know, one of the things that I said, um, you know, before we brought you on, is that regardless of you know the outcome, um, I, I want to live and I can live 
with my best player making the last play, right? Like yeah. I can I can always sleep at night if that's the case. You know, uh, and the, and the example that I brought up is John Morant. You know, in the in the first game of the of the series against the Warriors, yeah, he missed the shot, but w- w- would I rather have Kyle Anderson taking that? Not a chance in hell. No. I would I will live with the miss because the ball was in the hands of my best player. What I would not be able to live with, and what I would be enraged about, is if Taylor Jenkins drew up a drew up a play for you know Dylan Brooks at the end of a game. Yeah. That that's what. You know, and I'm not trying to get you to dump on Dylan Brooks here, but you get what I'm saying. I feel like they <laughs> no, asked Dylan I mean, Brooks just, to make the game winner last night when John Morant was on the court. Superstars are superstars. They get paid superstar money. They get paid for the big moments as a coach. It's literally step one of your job to give your team the best chance to win. And I know the odds get all wonky, and I saw the percentages last night, but shockingly the field goal had a better winning percentage than them going for it, but that doesn't factor in all the intangibles, like the fact that it was at sea level, and it's not like he was kicking in Denver, and like the fact that the quarterback is Russell Wilson. Like, this is why he left, or one of the reasons he left Seattle was because he wanted the full trust in himself. He wanted to go out there and make those big plays. And, you know, if you want to knock Russell for anything, I did half expect him to be out there Barking for the ball. Put the ball in my hands. When you get the opportunity to come back after that last timeout that Seattle called and you roll back out there with McManus, why Russell didn't say, hey, this is my team, this is my chance, I want to go out there and do this. Uh, it could have been a little bit more, but you know, you don't know how those conversations go. In terms of the rest of the NFL, Jessica, and things that stood out, we know that the Chiefs obviously and the Bills obviously made huge statements. How much trouble on the other side of things is Dallas in. And you saw the news this morning, right, that, you know, speaking of Russell Wilson, he did this last year apparently where he broke his thumb. He thought he came back after three weeks, just missed three games, and said afterwards he thought he came back too early. Dak is not putting, excuse me, Dallas is not putting Dak on the IR, meaning they think they can get him back within four games. Are they making a mistake? Is this desperation? Uh, Can Dak come back, save the season? What do you think, Jess? No, because before Dak hurt his thumb, the Cowboys had three points, and their <laughs> offense looked absolutely abysmal. So and it was just, man, God, they were awful. And it was just, I mean, for CeeDee Lamb to be targeted 11 times in that game and have two catches is just monumentally absurd. Uh, obviously, Cooper Rush stepping, if it does go the way of Cooper Rush being the quarterback, this is the guy who barely played. I think he started a single game over the last couple of years. At this point, my, my biggest take, it's time to stop talking about the Cowboys. We never will because for some reason they will be attached as America's team forever and always. But there's nothing to talk about. They were the only team in their division to lose. That's you true. had Carson Wentz with a better performance than the Cowboys. You had Jalen Hurts and the Eagles outrunning the Lions. And then you have the New York Giants. The Giants. They go for two. They get it. Saquon's back. I lo- that was one of my favorite things to see over the weekend. Yeah. One, because he's on my fantasy football team. But two, because Saquon Barkley looks like it's 2018 again. But no, I mean, I think the Cowboys are just in a, a big tumble down. And unfortunately for Mike McCarthy, it's got to be tough knowing there's not a whole lot of room for it going up. And at the end of that road, probably not going to have a job after this. Oh, season. yeah, that brother gone. We're talking to Jessica yeah. Benson here on the show. Uh, catch her on uh, Rise and Grind as part of Grind City Media, Grizzlies Radio Network. What do you think Mike McCarthy would say if he knew that somebody who drafted Christian McCaffrey number one overall in their fantasy draft is criticizing his decision-making. What do you think he would say? (laughs) Because I I think he would say the audacity of that person to ever question anything I'm doing. 
Yeah, you won by like a million points. I was going to say, you're really coming after the the manager of a fantasy football team who I believe scored the second most points in our league. The ladies in our league were the high scorers this week. As it should be. How about that? I, I have Christian McCaffrey in not one, not two, but three leagues and it was a it was a choice to go off on i I pushed all the chips in the thing is is if chris mccaffrey plays football he's a fantasy football machine or he should be a fantasy football machine it was a little bit of a disappointing week one i still believe in c-mac forever and always as my rb1 as long as he stays healthy on the field it was so dicey for me i have mccaffrey and saquon as my one two in two different leagues which just feels nauseating going into each week but for week one, I'll take it. Uh, help a brother out, Jessica. Is Memphis yeah. going to cover against Arkansas State? The line is 14. Yes, <laughs> she says hesitantly. I think you take the good vibes of going into your first home game of the season. You were able to put together a solid performance at maybe a much-needed performance. When we talked last week, yeah. You know, the question is, is it too far gone? No, it's never too far gone after one week. And winning cures a whole lot. And now you have a schedule open up where you might be able to stack a couple wins on top of each other. I would love for them to come out, win by double digits. Seth Hannigan, go out there again. Uh, continue to build on what you saw as he finds his different targets, begins to find maybe a little bit more consistency with Javon Ivory, Gabriel Rogers. But I think we don't really know what Arkansas State is, is my one qualm with it all but we also don't know what navy is like navy could be bad or they could be really really bad arkansas state could be okay or they could be good that's the joy of this time in the season so i would love to see memphis go out there and and just dump them though have you ever have you been to jonesboro i have i uh notoriously i went one of my first trips as a as someone who could remember. I came to Memphis when I was really, really small, but I came to Memphis when I was in college um, to go with my dad to an Arkansas State game, mm. and it was his birthday, and he got booed in the post-game on-field trophy presentation, and I turned around and I said, it's his birthday at some Arkansas State fan. So wow. That's, that's my Arkansas State memory of the day. You're, you're, so your, your dad was a commissioner of, of the, sun, the, the Sun Belt, right? Yes. Fun so yeah, you would definitely have spent a lot of time. What I, I'm sure you've talked to him. Like, what is what does your dad think of all the, you know, the 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 shifting of the landscape in in college athletics? Is he just disgusted by it? I mean, we lived it so many times <laughs> between the original 16 team whack and breaking off into the Mountain West, and then the whack getting poached yet again with Fresno State and Boise State eventually going to the Mountain West, and then him transitioning over to the Sun Belt in 2012, and that was more realignment. And the thing that was really cool to reflect on this weekend is in that first, you know, his first go about with realignment with the Sun Belt, the two teams he targeted were App State and Georgia Southern. And App State beats Texas A&M over the weekend, Georgia Southern beats Nebraska, gets Scott Frost fired over the weekend, but it's just notion of just adding programs that love football and now their current commissioner Keith Gill has just done a tremendous job of navigating such a difficult time for for the group of five I know they don't want to be called the group of five anymore but there's literally nothing else to call them right now so we'll just stick with it Um, but keeping those schools together and then adding more schools that love football with Marshall beating Notre Dame and you saw James Madison beat Virginia week one I think the Sun Belt is in a really stable place at this exact moment. Now, if there's anything I've learned, it can all 
crumble really quickly, but kudos to the Sun Belt for getting a little shine right now. I mean, the Sun Belt is in like, shining. it feels like they're in a better place than the new AAC. It does. Like, I feel and like I would what, rather have that lead, you know what I mean? Yes. Than the one that Memphis yes. is about to be a part of. I would like to leave the AAC to join the Sun Belt, at least for football. Yeah, at least coming out of this weekend. I mean, just in terms of the brand being strong, so much of it right now, I think, for the, the schools that get, you know, aren't part of the big leagues at this exact moment, is you got to keep the brand strong. you got to mm-hmm. keep it an exciting place to go play a football game where it still means something on Saturday. Seeing the scenes of App State with all those fans running through the streets in different directions, those are people who care. Those are people who don't necessarily care that they're out there. Yes, it means more because you just beat Texas A&M, and that's awesome. But, like, those people show up no matter what. The rivalries that they've established, the big upset opportunities that they've had. This is the first time they've pulled off the upset since 2007 over Michigan, but they've had a lot of games they've been in. And as long as you have people who care, you still have a football team. It's Southern, Southern Miss and it's USA, right? Are they in the Sun Belt? Southern Miss. No, someone just quizzed me on the members of the Sun Belt. I believe Southern Miss is going to the Sun Belt. Okay. Are we sure? Yes, yes, I am sure. Okay, so we'll count them. We'll count them. They covered against Miami this weekend. Yeah, I mean, because it was it was Southern Miss, Marshall, and Old Dominion were the last group of schools. Yeah, I mean, Mar- Marshall pulled the upset. Georgia Southern pulled the upset. Arkansas State covered. App State pulled the upset. Uh, Georgia State covered. I mean, every single one of these damn programs either covered the number or won outright against major programs. It's crazy. And then, you know, of course, the AAC is adding, you know, the teams that are getting their brains beat in by the same teams every single week. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't well, know what to think we all know. Here in Memphis, too. Like, I mean, the fact that App State gets college game day to come to Boone, North Carolina this weekend. They're playing Troy, and, and the schedule makes it, you know, it's not a great week for the college football schedule, so it made sense. But that means so much to a city and for a program. Like, college game day in Memphis was one of the most fun times I've had yep. in the city. So it's cool to see. Yeah. All right, Jessica, appreciate the time Thanks, as Jess, always. Have a great week. Yeah, good deal. Talk yep. to you guys later. Yep. yep, she is. Jessica Benson joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Yeah, the six schools that are joining the AAC, just as a, as a quick refresher, Let's play a game, Jason. UAB's in there. I know that. Oh, he's got one. He's got the Blazers. Old Dominion's in there. Are they? No. No. No, wrong. Okay, well, I didn't do well on this test. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.